Our, our final spoiler in time for today is Miami Vice season three's episode 21. Knock, knock. Who's there with Ian McShane as a drug lord? Tom. Yep. Number one, it took me a minute to recognize Ian McShane. Oh, really? But once I okay. did, um, this is a fabulous episode of Miami Vice. So good. It might be a great episode of Law and Order. Oh, I'm sorry. Miami Vice. Yeah, it is. It is really light on Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah, there's like no Tubbs. I mean, you pointed out it's uh, it was written by the Law and Order guy, right? Dick Wolf. Uh, Dick Wolf. Yeah. 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 And that shows. And I, I, I do not say that as a criticism. This is a really tight episode. It's very un Miami Vice like in some ways. Uh, like you say, there's not a lot of Crockett and Tubbs. There's a little bit of cliche like, I'm going to run you in, Crockett. You just wait and see. Ah, I'm going to yell at you, internal investigation guy. Th- those parts seemed the most cliche parts of it, but it had good movement and, and some pretty deep characters uh, outside of that. Well, in, uh, in many episodes before, sometimes there's one character, Crockett, and sometimes there's one character, Tubbs. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's one character, Crockett and Tubbs. In this particular episode, I don't think either Crockett or Tubbs are anything other than an elemental force. There's something to be dealt with. The star is our lady from the DEA who is uh, like, even when we, they, they do an excellent job of letting us put the story together because they didn't say anything beforehand about the DEA um, not being the actual DEA. And instead they just showed us actions they let us that caused, it. caused us to think, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's not how the DEA does things. They don't grab the money and the drugs and run away. Well, and, and the and the Miranda rights they read are not correct. And what? that didn't They're sink reading in them off a card until Crockett reads her the actual Miranda rights later. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, no, it did. It was weird when they were like, you can say whatever you want, but it might be used against you. And it was like, and then Crockett does the, like, you have the right to remain silent. You have a right to an attorney that we're all familiar with. I, I think that was, uh, to be honest, that, that didn't register with me because, uh, I believe it's maybe legally important that they actually read them. So the fact that he was reading them didn't bother me. The fact that it was different words when it was different words registered with me. And I was like, well, but I guess those are the words that still matter. So uh, it, it, it I struck read me, but as, I didn't get suspicious. And then it came back later when Crockett read the actual words. I'm like, oh no, this, this, this show knows that what the words are, they were doing that on purpose. Yeah. I, I read that as, um, uh, maybe the federal division has a different interpretation of what they need to say. Yeah, but I, than, but then the it local turns out vice. no. Yeah, it yeah. was a sign that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, a wonderful job of letting us slowly come to understand that these are the actions of somebody who is trapped and loves her family very much. Yeah. Um, they didn't hit us over the head with it. They didn't explain it. Uh, it was great. It, 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 it maybe one of the best episodes we've seen so far. Yeah, it might be. I, it was tight, for yeah. sure. Um, it, it was a good, solid episode. And this doesn't really necessarily add to the to the show's value, but I had that green and yellow shirt that he was wearing, in oh. the, the guy in the wheelchair. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Interesting. Oh, that's uh, it. 
Also, a, a, a fairly progressive moment in a mid-80s Friday night spectacle to just casually just have a husband who's in a wheelchair. And yes, it did matter for her story or whatever, but but it wasn't a big deal. I, like, this is somebody who has been dealt a rough hand. And... Well, and, and somebody who was, who was speaking not as a victim. I thought that the, the writing for him was very progressive for the 80s, where he's like, yeah, this is my situation. Some guys don't even want to look at me because I remind them of their mortality. Like, mm. yeah, it was an interesting way of approaching that character. Uh, and also uh, an interesting nod to uh, what's, what's less novel. Think of everything you saw before 1985 and try to come up with a moment where, with subtlety, a husband reminds his wife about the boundaries between them and mm. how, yeah, she's making money, but they have agreements about how they'll provide for their family and so on. I don't know. It, 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 it seemed very uh, progressive for storytelling of its time. Modern, very modern. In the, in the sense of, you know, 2020s, not... Not, not the 1920s architecture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't have much else to add. Do, do, do you have any other thoughts on Miami Vice? No, it's great. Uh, 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 oh. nor normally a game I like to play is trying to figure out uh, production hiccups. Uh, couldn't be bothered. Was too fascinated by the story. I noticed a couple that's, of that's, that's oh, big yeah, lights story. in uh, one of those one of those water scenes. They're kind of lighting up the like the walls or something. But you can see on uh, one of the walkways one of the big movie lights lighting up the, the the dramatic thing they just right. have those in miami well, also uh, <laughs> now that we're talking about it like that big big party definitely had a border it was definitely just 90 extras being told to crowd together and they definitely shot many people walking into the same crowd mm. but if, if whoops and uh, I, I thought the the actress who played the the female D D agent uh, Elizabeth Ashley Ashley it looks like she ate it up she I thought she was a guest star because she, she ate up every scene she was in yep. it was great yeah. uh, uh, as a matter of fact I I went to IMDb and tried to find what else she was in but I I, I couldn't see anything that I knew of yeah she's uh, maybe not a superstar well, there were star. some things that I had been in that I had seen her in what was it though but she was in a Russian Doll recently. Oh um, yeah, I wondered if she oh, was, she was related to Natasha Leone, but not. But no, she's uh, not. She was in. Wait, Severance. Ocean's Eight. No, that's a twenty eighteen oh, show. A different Okay, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, that is Miami Vice. We barely talked about Ian McShane, but he was also great. Uh, that is Miami Vice season three, episode twenty one. Knock knock. Who's there? Uh, when next we meet, it will be January 9th. That's when we're recording our next episode because we got the Killies next week and then we're off for a week and back in the new year. So you've got until then uh, to watch Miami Vice 323. We're skipping an episode forward to the Benicio Del Toro guest appearance. Everybody's in showbiz. Uh, we'll be doing 2521 season one, episode eight, the halfway mark there. And... Uh, on Brian's suggestion, we're going to rewatch, or in some cases, watch for the first time, I expect, 12 Angry Men, the 1950s. There are multiple versions out there. You want the one directed by Sidney Lumet. Uh, that is 12 Angry Men, 2521, and everybody's in showbiz Miami Vice. That's it for us. Uh, thank you for supporting us. Patreon.com slash cord killers. You get these episodes early. 
You get them divided up into easily consumable parts if you want. Uh, and we really appreciate that you're giving a little value back for the value you get from this show. Patreon.com slash Cord Killers. See you on the Killies then. Happy New Year. Woo-woo. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>